This is Friday Night Strikes, where I'll talk to high school football officials around the USA about this avocation we all love. Let's kick it off. Hi everyone, Don Vandemark here, and today I have John Mantica uh, with us from the uh, the Southwest Florida area. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing great, Don. Thanks for calling. Oh, sure. I'm glad uh, glad you you uh, volunteered your time to to talk with me today. It'll be great. Um, so, John, what association are you with? The South Gulf football officials association we're between sarasota and naples okay so that is that is a for those of you not aware with the state of florida that's about as far southwest florida as you can get without getting down into the everglades um uh is that right john that's correct you know we uh, handle all the schools in lee county florida and uh, four other schools besides the ones in lee county and and I was looking at your map the other day. It looks like you've even got you even cover Clewiston. Is that correct? Right. We go out to Clewiston and Moorhaven, uh, LaBelle High School, and then we do one school in Charlotte County. That's uh, Fort Charlotte High School. Okay. So uh, again, geography for everyone. There, uh, John and his all those schools are over on that southwest coast. Clewiston, the one I mentioned, is dead center of the state so what is that is that about an hour hour and a half from the coast it's 60 60 minutes from fort myers okay all right so not too bad not too bad right probably no traffic so (laughs) exactly yeah so that's just fine okay well um john thanks again for for joining us can you can you give us um well first how was uh did you have a game this friday and if so how'd it go I did not. Actually, we had uh, nine games assigned, and my crew uh, drew the unlucky straw of not having a game. We have 10 crews, so I didn't have a game. And and so I went to a game. I I was hoping to go view a a crew out on the field, and unfortunately, it got rained out just like almost every other game did down here. So I did not have a game last Friday, but I did have a kickoff class the week before up at Lemon Bay High School. Uh, We did that game. uh, It was supposed to be a, a, a in Lee County, but their field wasn't ready. So my crew went up to Lemon Bay, and it was a, you know, get let's get the rust off our off our bodies and, and go out. And we did a pretty good job. It was a easy game to officiate. Although it came down to the last play of the game, uh, Bishop Rose scored on the very last play to win. So sure, a lot of fun. Oh yeah, no, and we 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 I had a good game as well. Um, it, it was it was a touchdown game the whole second half, and it stayed a touchdown game. But there was drama at the end um, with with the losing team had probably ten shots inside the twenty within the first within the last five minutes of the game. So um, they had their yeah. chance to get in. So it was good. And and as a crew, I, I it was one of the it was one of the smoother experiences I've had in in my three plus years doing this is. Everybody was on the same page. Everything we were doing just clicked. Um, so yeah. when you, we all got in that groove, and it felt good. So um, I thought we had a great game, and, and I, I, I hope the, the coaches did as well. So, um, John, you, you're the president out at the uh, South, South Gulf Football Asso- Officials Association, correct? Correct. I've been the president now for three years. All right, great. And what is your what's your history with officiating? Where, how did you start, and, and and what have you done with your time? Sure. Um, well, I, I uh, played high school and college football, and then I coached uh, football for three years. 
And a friend of mine, this is up in Ohio, eastern Ohio, where I grew up. A friend of mine said, John, you ought to think about becoming a ref. And I went to my very first class in 1985, and I was blown away. I thought I knew the rules of football as, as a player and coach. But, you know, you start talking about major clock stoppers and minor clock stoppers and all this stuff. I, I, it was amazing to me. So I started in 1985 in Ohio, moved down to Florida in, a year and a half later, and uh, this is my 34th year as a football official this wow. year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's been a lot of fun and, uh, you know, a lot of great players come out of Southwest Florida and, and frankly, throughout the whole state because, uh, you know, during playoffs, we get to go up to Miami, Fort Lauderdale, up to Tampa and uh, and uh, all the surrounding area. But uh, it's it's been a great career for me. And I'm hoping, knock on wood, that my health stays okay and I can do another five, ten years. Sure. Sure. Well, excellent, excellent. Yep, I I, I know that's uh, that's what we all hope for, right? Is to keep the bodies in tune so that we can uh, we can keep doing this. Uh, yeah, we we get older, we get older. The kids stay younger. <laughs> they don't age for some reason. They don't age at all. That's right. And uh, and and yeah. and they're just as fast, if not faster, than than they've ever been. So um, yeah. And and as a, as a wing official, I'm I'm grateful for that back judge every once in a while. Uh, especially yeah, when I get right. caught up on a scrambling quarterback who throws at the last minute. So, uh-huh. all right. Well, well. Um, with with as long as you've been doing this, I'm sure you've uh, you've done some playoffs. Um, how many uh, finals have you done? And and were those where were those finals? Uh, I've done four state championships. Uh, the first one was actually up in Gainesville in two, the year 2000. Sure. Uh, back then, they worked a six-man crew. I was a side judge in that game. And uh, then I did uh, my first as a referee um, in Miami at the uh, Dolphin Stadium. Back then, I think it was Sun Life Stadium or something. I don't know. Uh, that was Lakeland and St. Thomas Aquinas. They were ranked number one and number three in the country at the time. Nice. Uh, the, game was bro- the game was broadcast live, and my family up in Ohio watched it. Um, so... So that was a very interesting game. That, there were uh, 10 players in that championship that made it to the NFL. Wow. Um, some of them are still playing. That was 2006. It, there were 49 points scored in the last six minutes of the game. Oh, gracious. Uh, yeah. And then I did uh, a championship in, let's see, when was it? Uh, four, through 2014, I think it was. Uh, and then I did my uh, latest championship last year in December. Uh, in uh, both both of those last two championships were in Orlando at the Citrus Bowl, and I uh, did the one A championship that was um, um, Madison County against Bluntstown. Both teams from up by Tallahassee, and uh, so I've done three three championships as referee, and it's always exciting and, and a great feeling to be out there among. The, the elite players, I mean, these players are very, very well coached, very well disciplined, uh, show great sportsmanship, and uh, so it's always exciting to do that. But uh, other than that, Don, I've, I've also had the opportunity, I, I had a chance uh, two years ago to go over to Europe and um, referee some games in Dublin, Ireland with a crew out of South Florida here. Wow. Um, we, we sent, yeah, there were... Um, uh, they did this showcase thing, and it was the highlight of it was Boston College was playing um, uh, Georgia Tech, but they also invited six high school teams over there to Dublin to uh, uh, showcase high school football over there. So we went over and uh, were in Dublin and, and had a wonderful time, and, and, and 
you know, I got a chance to, to talk to some rugby players. They didn't have a clue how American football was played. And, of course, I didn't have much of a clue of how, how rugby was played. We, play, we actually played the game on a rugby field. They had to re, re, reset it up for, for American football. But it was a great experience to go over there. Oh, sure. That, that, sound, that sounds yeah. awesome. That's a, that, that's a unique experience that, that uh, I'm sure we all hope that we're, we're given the opportunity or, or we earn the opportunity uh, to do at, at some point along the way. Um, right. That's excellent. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, so lot, lots of good stuff in there. Um, and, and the Madison County Bluntstown game, um, because the, the state championships are held here in Orlando, which is where uh, I'm based. Uh, our association works the chains for all those state championships. Right. So I was I was on the chain crew for that game. I don't remember where I was, but I remember that game. Uh, well, I tell you, it makes a big difference because uh, Mitch Fazio, I know Mitch very well. Um, he does a great job organizing all that. And I tell you, it makes a huge difference in a game when you've got a professional chain crew and professional ball boys on both sides of the field that can help you out. And, uh, I mean, it's like, it's like doing a pro game when you, when you go up to Orlando and, and work with guys like you and Mitch up there. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, I, I always, I do it every year just because it's the end of the season. I'm not going to get any football after that. And, and I, I can get as much as I can. Right. So, uh, right. right. So, so very good. So, um, now, now, John, you're you're also a member of the advisory, the football officials advisory committee for the state association. Uh, what what does that entail, and and how did you get involved in that? Well, yeah, um, last year was my first year on this committee. Um, there are four football referees throughout the state. That Mitch was on that committee. His his term just expired, uh, but there are four officials throughout the, the state in different regions. I represent seven, a 17-county area, mainly South Florida, from, from where I'm at up to Tampa and then across the state. We don't include the Orlando area. But um, I represent you and, and other officials to advise the Florida High School Athletic Association of our needs and interests and, and what we want to have done for officials. Um, you know, what was interesting last year was my first meeting, and it, it, it's held in December, the week after the state championships. And uh, in November, they sent me this oh, big packet of stuff and said, you know, submit your agenda item. So I had to submit, you know, I, I thought of a whole bunch of things to submit. I submitted 12 items, Don. And so when the final agenda came out, there were 15 items on the agenda, 12 of which were mine. <laughs> so the, the, <laughs> the six-hour meeting um, five of those hours devoted, were devoted to things that I submitted, like, I mean, I submitted things like, you know, the officials pay, you know, how we compare to other states and, and how I thought we should, should get a raise. And uh, the rule books, you know, getting paper rule books rather than getting them online now. And I can't remember all the other things, Don, that I, that I submitted. But, uh, you know, they listened to us and uh, voted on some things and tabled some things and whatever. So um, who knows, this year I might submit another 12 different items on the agenda for them to consider but at least they're they're listening to us up in Gainesville, and and uh, uh, you know there's minutes to the meetings. There is about 20 people at the meeting. I was amazed at how many people were there. Um, this past year, they had vendors there for for the new shirts because uh, I think everybody's going to the two inch shirt uh, rather than the one inch striped shirt sure. uh, that we've been used used to having. So 
that was something we talked about extensively last year at the meeting. Uh, but it's been ex- exciting, and it's a three-year term, and you're voted on um, each each year. It's a rotation thing. There's uh, two people to come, one or two people to come on the committee, and one or two to come off the committee. So uh, um, you know, I got another two years on that committee, and you know, if you have any ideas or things you want me to submit to uh, the the FHSAA for consideration, I'd be more than happy to listen to you or any anybody else that's listening uh, to the broadcast. Uh, if you have any ide- items, I'd be glad to. To, to share your voice with the FHSAA. Okay, well, great. Thank you for that. Um, what, what was? Uh, were, were there any specific? Uh, were there any real big ones that? I mean, you mentioned pay, and you mentioned uh, that the paper rule works versus the electronic. Uh, were those? Were those some of the bigger ones that that were more concerning? Were, were, was there anything? You know, those were those were ones that I submitted. You know, I, sure. I should have pulled up my whole list of twelve items <laughs> and, and what I had. I mean, I had other things on there like. Um, what time we go out on the football field. Um, sure. You know, the, the National Federation says that we can go out any time, and once we enter the field, we, we accept, uh, you know, jurisdiction for what goes on. But the FHSA has always had a policy, you know, 30 minutes before the game. So, which meant if you went out 45 minutes before the game, you were going out too early and you didn't have any jurisdiction. Right. So I brought that up to the FHSA last year, and they agreed that um, – when the officials enter the field, you now have jurisdiction. So our our association decided we're going to go on the field 45 minutes before the game because we want to talk to the coaches and, and do our pregame with the coaches and see the players on the field. Because usually by a half hour before the game, the, the teams are leaving the field to go back to the locker and we don't get a chance to see equipment or, or uh, see some of the plays that are going on and what, whatnot. So that was one thing. You know, other things, you know, like – uh, the state has this rule about us wearing shoes that are all black and no white can be shown. Well, that was something I brought up. You know, hey, let's get with the times and allow a little bit of white anyway, you know. So sure. there's a lot of other things. And, and uh, But it's an interesting group of people. And, and uh, uh, like I said, the efforts to say must have had, uh, they must have had seven to ten people in the room uh, with us to, and taking minutes and listening to what we had to say and uh, bringing it back up to the to the um, higher ups in their organization to decide uh, what changes they should and should not implement for us. Sure, sure. Well, I, and I'm glad I'm glad there was a little softening of the stance on the um, on the shoes. Uh, as far as allowing yeah. some white, because I always had trouble finding all black. Now I, this is just my fourth year, so that was less of a problem because that was that their focus was to have mostly or all black for playoffs. So I was never involved. Right. In that. But starting this year, I, right. I hope to be involved. Um, so right. that's certainly, uh, I, I went out and got some of the uh, new Under Armour ones that are that are the the Vogue this in Vogue this year. So. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, that that made it easier because all black it's it's hard to find. So right. um, now, one thing you shared with me before we uh, before we uh, got on the air was you sent over the two manuals that your association puts out, one for the schools and one for the officials. Um, how long yeah. is that? Have, have those manuals been in place, and and what drove drove the uh, the need for those? And and they they look like great manuals, and and there's certainly uh, certainly a lot of information in those. Right. Well, thanks. I um I actually started those uh, when I became president of our association, so they're just a couple years old, 
every few months we add or take something out of the manuals. But basically, I saw a need for information for our officials that they needed to have that the Florida High School Athletic Association or the National Federation didn't address. Um, for example, um, what we require our officials to wear when they go to a varsity game. You know, not, I'm not talking about out on the field, but you know, if they go to a varsity game and they're on the crew, they must wear a collared shirt, long pants, uh, dress shoes, minimum to, to a game. Um, you know, things like that are not addressed by the state or the uh, National Federation. Um, other things, um, uh, uh, if they're ever arrested, we want to know so that we can, we can look into the, the problem or the issue because certainly if it's an issue with regard to uh, uh, their level two background investigation, then we got an issue with them. Sure. Um, how, do you, how do you use things like HUDL, uh, H-U-D-L, the, the film system that we use? Um, where they can and can't wear our logo, uh, not just the Florida High School logo, but the South Gulf football officials logo. Um, all, a bunch of different things. So our manual for our officials is uh, uh, about uh, 60 pages long. It's got a lot of different things in there. Sure. And then um, for the schools, you know, there's a lot of things that the schools need to have that, that they don't know. So I produced that manual for the schools, like I said, a couple of years ago now. And that manual for the schools is 28 pages long, and it goes into our policy on scratching officials, our policy on use of the drones uh, during a football game, um, our policy, you know, what we want from their chain crew, uh, when they should play the national anthem, um, stuff to, you know, phone numbers. If they want to get in touch with uh, our booking agent, you know, what is his phone number and email address and uh, a lot of different things. So um, we produced that, like I said, about two years ago as well. And every year we update those manuals. And, and I'd be glad to share them with uh, anybody. If, if you want to uh, give my email address, sending out to anybody, I'd be glad to share those with other associations. That's one thing too, Don, that I don't think we do a, a good enough job at, throughout the state is sharing information with each other. Right. You know, I got a great, a great idea uh, from your association a few years ago, and that was your um, annual, I think you do it in, in the summertime, like a picnic with all the, the members. Yes. Um, you, go, you go over to the coast or something, and, and uh, um, I, I thought that was a great idea to do something like that. I also think it's a great idea, too, where, uh, and the, I got these from Mitch, yeah. um, a, hall of, a Hall of Fame. You know, we've sure. got officials in our association that uh, have made it up to the NFL, uh, several officials in the ACC, SEC, Big 12 conferences, um, and then other just officials locally here that have officiated for 10, 20, 30 years and have had a, had a great career. Um, we want to honor those people, and uh, we started the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. And, and I got those two ideas for the picnic idea and for the Hall of Fame from your association up in Orlando, and, and there's some great ideas that not just we're doing or you're doing, but there's there's 26 different associations around the state, and uh, we can we can learn from each other and get better as officials um, uh, by helping each other and sharing information. 
For sure, for sure, and and really, that's that's part of what this this podcast is for as well. And it's not it's not an official association thing. It was something that that I do for other for other industries, um, some of my other interests. And I'm like, you know what? There's nothing out there for officials um, to to hear right. how, what others are doing and. And, and talking to you and talking to Sean um, last week, trying to get outside of the uh, Central Florida area and hear what other associations are doing. I've reached out to a few other officials in other states because that's what that's what I'd really like to do is start hearing from people from Ohio and California and Oregon and all over the place because everybody does things just a little differently. And I'd, I'd really like yep. to gather that as as just experiences so that we all can see how, how we're all doing it. And I, I, it's been great, a great learning experience for me, just, just hosting this thing. So um, I'm in complete agreement that, that the more information we can get out there and share, the better off we're all going to be um, and the better job well, we can do I for think the, for the I really, I really think you've started something that's going to be a, a big hit. Honestly, I, I think this is a great idea. Oh well, thank you, thank you. I, I, I appreciate uh-huh. that, and I, I, I'm I'm trying to push it out there, get get as much exposure as I can for it, so that we can uh, we can help spread the word, spread spread all this information out. So, um, right. One other thing that that we talked about before uh, before we started was the state officials conference. Now, this won't apply necessarily to those in other states, but I'm sure other states have them. Um, what what are the benefits to going to the Florida um, uh, High School Athletic Association Officials Conference? What should what should officials expect from that? Yeah, well, I um I've been going now for four or five years. I've actually spoke at that conference three years in a row, and um, I, I was impressed. Now I will tell you, Don, this was originally a leadership conference. It was mainly for officials that were the president or vice president or whatever of their association. And this is not just football, but it's all sports. I think there's something like 18 different sports that they have officials, you know, believe it or not, in the state of Florida. Everything from swimming and diving and track, football, basketball, baseball, baseball, the whole bit. Anyway, um, they expanded that conference several years ago to any official. And usually it's held centrally. It's either in Orlando or Tampa or somewhere like that. I think a couple of years ago it was up in Ocala. And they usually get about 100, 150 people that attend the conference. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, they've, had a, they've done a great job. The FSA has done a great job organizing this, getting some very good speakers in there. But it's a great way for people like you and I to meet each other, to talk face-to-face, to talk about, you know, uh, uh, situations that happen with your association or my association or specific games. Sure. Um, that's the, that group of people are the first group of people annually to hear from the FHSA about the new rule changes, to see the PowerPoint presentations on all that. Um, so it's a, it's a great experience. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. I, one of my first times I spoke there, I talked about player safety. And my presentation was all geared toward football because that, that's all I do is football. Mm-hmm. And so I sent my presentation to the evidence today and they said, John, this is a great presentation, but it's, it's only football. And, you know, we do 18 different sports and, and you're going to have people <laughs> in, your, in, your, in your breakout sessions that are going to want to hear this, but they don't, you know, they want to hear about uh, player safety in all sports. So basically what I did 
is I took the, the slide and instead of having a football field on the on the one picture, I put a basketball court. And on the next big picture, instead of having goalposts, I showed uh, a fence in baseball or something and talked a little bit about that or something. You know, so I, I changed it up just a little bit here and there. And the states, oh, this is perfect now. This is going to be perfect. So I did the presentation. It was, it was a lot of fun. And, and like I said, you get people from all different sports. Uh, they have breakout sessions for specific sports. For, if you want to go to a breakout session just on football, you can go to that. And it's just a nice uh, Friday night and Saturday morning event. Um, it's usually the first weekend in June. And like I said, it's central in the state. Some were, some were Orlando, Tampa, Ocala type areas. Sure, sure. Well, excellent. No, I'll be looking to, uh, to, to attend that ne- next year. I almost made it to the national um, one this year, but it just conflicted with another conference I had to go to. So, um, uh-huh. have you been able to make it out to the to the NASO conference before? You know, I've never been to one. Okay. Never. Okay. I should do it one of these days. Now that I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I haven't. I like like I said, this is only my fourth year, so I haven't been out there yet. But I was looking to do it. Um, I think I think there's just one one last thing I want to wrap up with, and it's um, you you had it. You'd mentioned it in in, a, in the email exchange that we had. Um, it sounds like there was a, a play of the day, which was a, an email rules question that was sent around through email. Um, can you talk just a little bit about uh, that and and what that was about? Yeah, I um, this is going back about eighteen years ago. I started this thing with just our local guys here. And I would email them a play every day, and then they'd have to scroll down to get the answer. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, Don, I was adding 20 people a day to the list wow. of people that were getting it. And by the time I, I did it for about three or four years, every single day, Monday to Friday, uh, it got so big. I mean, I had people from Pennsylvania, from, like you were saying, you know, Oregon, Hawaii, all over the country getting this play of the day every day. Sure. Um, I even made up a fake location that we were located in Iowa and we were going to move to Indianapolis. People bought all this stuff. They thought it was real, you know, and it was free. I didn't charge, I didn't charge anybody for this. So sure. I actually, I actually changed jobs and I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. It was a lot of work. So I, I stopped doing it. And I think I had well over a thousand people at that time doing it. I actually resurrected it about two years ago. And I had a guy out of Chicago that uh, had a, internet um, uh, guru that helped with it and uh, he did it a little differently than the way I did it. I really didn't like the way it was published but we did it for about a year again and this is about a year ago. Um, we got a Facebook page actually and I've done a few things on there a little bit but I gotta tell you it's a lot of work and, and uh, I basically had a play every day. You know quarterback rolls out to the right under heavy pressure, he throws the ball, this, you know, what do you do? You know what's the, sure. what's the penalty or whatever you know and then you you would scroll way down to the bottom of the email and it would say, you know, it's perfectly legal for the quarterback to throw the ball backward out of bounds. It is not a penalty for intentional grounding, you know, and the clock stops when the ball goes out of bounds, you know, sure. whatever, you know, so every day I had a different situation and uh, it, it, it kept people, even in the off season, I did it in the off season, kept people interested in the game during the off season. It was a lot of fun to do. And I, I met a lot of people from around the country that, uh, that appreciated getting it, but it was, it still is a lot of work. 
Sure. No, I actually, this is actually, and the reason I brought it up is it's something I've been looking to do as well. Is, um, except I, I was thinking about doing it a different way. Instead of email, I was going to do it through texting. So it would text you oh, yeah. every day. Um, and then the, the initial one would just have you send something back to say, send me the answer. And then the answer would come. Um, but eventually I was going to work it to where you could actually answer it and it would tell you if you're right or wrong and then give you the answer. Um, That's and, a good and, idea. And, and because of the way I can, I can write it, um, and, and I, my, my background is IT, so I can write, I can write these things, um, is I, once I have a list, it's not like I have to put out a new one every day. It's automatically going to send whatever's in the queue. So I just have to go in every once in a while and fill it up with, you know, 20, 20, 30 plays. Mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll keep it going for the next month. So that's something I, I'm working on. It probably won't come out during the season, but hopefully by the end of the, by the off season, I'll have it going. So great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen um, that uh, there's a college list, an email list as well, that does something very similar. They send out two, two plays every week or so um, to go over. So um, uh -huh. it's certainly something that that's worked in other places. So, well, great. Um, John, thank you. I think we're at the end of our time. So I thank you for, for spending time today. Um, I appreciate your, your, your willingness to come on. Um, and, and hopefully we can, uh, hopefully we can do this again in the future and, and talk about a few other things. I appreciate your time, Don. And this, like I said, this is a great idea, this podcast. And, and I've listened to your other ones with uh, Sean and Jason and Andy already. And, and uh, I really appreciate what you're doing. And, and as a younger, or I should say younger official, but newer official, it's great to see people like you get involved in this. And, and uh, anytime I can be of help, you got my number, give me a call, and I'd be glad to share any information with you. All right, great. Well, well thanks again, John. And, and we'll talk again soon. All right, have a good day. One thing I wanted to add after we completed was that Mr. Mantica did offer his email address for anyone who wanted to email suggestions or questions regarding the advisory committee. Uh, his email address is jfmantica, M-A-N-T-I-C-A, at gmail.com, and that'll be in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'Em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.